Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Welcome to the Corner of Truth and Courage with Tom and Tyler. Not Tom and Jerry, Tom and Tyler. And uh, although I'll probably reference that from time to time. Uh, how are you doing, Tom? How's everything going over there? Oh, just, just fine. Waiting. It's good to have you back on the program with us. We've got an exciting uh, program, I think, for this week. Discussion, topics that we're going to be talking about there. And, and actually, you came up with the title. So why don't you come up here, uh, why don't you kind of introduce our, okay. our program format for the day. Amen. All right. Well, actually, my wife came up with this title. I'm not going to take credit from her because I get in trouble okay, for that. So, but, so uh, Tiffany gets a brownie for that. That's right. Her, her title is, is this, Who's First, God or Country? And I think this is a very, uh, I would say this is one of the most passionate conversations that you and I have had since we've gotten to know each other, specifically because you know, before I got saved, I wasn't into paying attention to politics or news or none of that. Never voted up until I was saved. Uh, no, I will not give you my address to come hunt me down and <laughs> and uh, and tear me tear me to shreds. But but uh, I didn't care about that stuff. I didn't pay attention to those things. And after I got saved, I realized really I had a responsibility to a certain degree to be following those things. And and then of course I married your daughter, and you're very involved. Uh, in political things as it deals with the Bible and, and whatnot. And so you and I have had many, many conversations over this topic. I'm excited to cover this topic, and uh, and I hope at the end of this week, no one wants to hurt me physically. <laughs> okay. For some reason, you're afraid uh, for us to talk about this topic on the radio. And I, I, I think that there's a... There's a great deal to talk about here. I think there's some things that Christians are failing in the realm of politics. We have the ability as Christians to, you know, to influence the laws of our land if we choose to get involved, if we choose yeah. to stand up and speak out for, uh, for truth. I believe we do have a duty to be salt and light in our community. And some people see that just as being an evangelist, just talking about spiritual salvation, you know, bringing someone to eternal light and, you know, from death into life and that type of stuff. And certainly that's what the passage means. But it also means that when when evil, things that are contrary to God's ways are being brought into our community, we ought to speak out for God's side. And we have an opportunity here in the West to influence who governs us we get to yeah. vote for them now there were times in in the you know years ago you know 500 years ago a thousand years ago you had a king a queen that ruled you and in some countries around the world you don't have a choice you know you just have a dictator over you and you don't have those uh, choices and those freedoms but we have those freedoms and i think with that comes responsibility Absolutely. Uh, you know, for him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not to him it is sin. I want to. I don't think there's going to be many people that are going to relate to me in this, but I, I do want to say this. After I first got saved, honestly, and, and when people started talking to me about politics and all these different things, I I thought to myself, I don't really see that in the Bible anywhere. And and I know people that are listening are going to be like, "What's wrong with this guy? It, it's all over the Bible." It, it took. It took someone actually that God sent to our church to preach specifically 
on this topic. It was a gentleman that goes to the White House and pre and, and prays with you know these governmental men and different things. And and I listened to it, and God used that at that moment to show me He wanted me to start paying attention to things. Actually, as I be, as I began to then read many parts of the Old Testament, I would notice that there was always a man of God around some guy of power, whether he be evil or or good. You know, there was there 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 God seemed to put men of God in and around places of men that had governmental power. And it started to make me realize, okay, God does care. God does want me to, to some level or degree, be involved. Now, I do want to say this, though. The level and degree in which a person is involved is different between one person to another, right? Everyone should be involved, I believe, to some degree. But uh, that gentleman that came here that goes to the White House, I mean, that, that's his ministry. That's his whole life. I mean, every single you know week, that's what he's working to do. And and God didn't call me to do that, right? Now, now I'm supposed to understand certain things, but I don't. I'm not that deep into it. And and I think it's important to realize we do all have a responsibility to know these things. However, uh, God's God's call and responsibility for my life may be very different than that of another. Yeah. Well, I mean. You know, some and I know who you're talking about. I just can't get his name uh, there. In fact, actually, we've done a few events together uh, through the years. Chuck uh, Chuck Harding. Yeah, brother Chuck. Yeah. And um, great great man of God. Uh, he's produced some great materials, and you know, I mean, he, he he used to work as a diplomat. You know, in his early career, early life, and then became a preacher. And he saw the needs in Washington D.C. In fact, you know, sometimes we think of all these people in Washington D.C. as just evil people. Uh, well, there are some evil people out there, don't get me wrong, but uh, I guarantee you there are some godly men and women in Congress who are genuine Christians. I've met them. I, I know them. I've gotten to, uh, I've had the privilege of getting to know a number of these people. And I, there's another preacher out there who's a good friend of mine, Brother David Kistler, and his ministry, Hope to the Hill. And he does the same thing, and, you know, as Brother Harding. So, you know, these uh, uh, we need to pray for godly leaders and, and and even our president even a man that we don't uh, even if you don't think your president's saved even if you don't think that your congressman is saved or your senator or your prime minister if you're up in canada we ought to still salute and, and pray yeah. for these people because they're servants of god in fact that's a good place here i think uh, for in a moment uh, we need to get into the scripture here on on these topics here and, and, and lay out our case. But before we do, and you met, you mentioned this here before we started recording, we also need to remind people about how they can donate and, and uh, support this ministry uh, there. I keep failing to mention that there. But uh, folks, if you've not been to fortressoffaith.com, we have a .org. Uh, we used to send one page to the other. So it's the same place. But uh, if you go to Fortress of Faith, find us there on the Internet. You'll find there's some materials that we're looking to make some big changes on our website where you can study more and take some courses. We're, we're working on that. One of the reasons why I'm bringing Tyler uh, on staff with us is so that we can start uh, reproducing um, uh, some material that we had had there before that we'd lost uh, through the years and um, make it a place where Christians can go and study out these topics that we're talking about. Um, and, uh, but also too, we need support of our listeners so that we can continue doing this and you yeah. can always give safely, securely online at our website, fortressoffaith.com, fortressoffaith.com. 
and um, we'd be grateful for your support. And if you're up in British Columbia, up in Canada, um, uh, all this month I'm going to be there uh, meeting. Uh, and if you want me to come and, and have a meeting with your family and friends, I've still got some dates that are open. So please give us a call. Or send us an email. The number to call is 800-616-0082. That's 800-616-0082. Okay, Tyler. Um, we've got, you know, in it, we're told very carefully in the Bible that we are to submit ourselves to the higher powers. And we find um, in, in Romans chapter 13... That that passage there is, uh, you know, we, we, we can't say, well, um, submit only if they're, if they're a good government. This is written yeah. to the Christians in Rome. Mm-hmm. I mean, these were people who were being led by ungodly leaders, yeah. you know, wicked leaders, sinful, vile mm-hmm. in, in their behavior to, uh, in this world and certainly enemies of Christ. And yet Paul writes to the believers and tells us to be subject to these higher, to these higher powers. Yeah. And that also these, uh, you know, these people are servants of God. They're ministers yeah. of God. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to say that if you want, I'll, I'll read those uh, yeah, scriptures here. But, but let me start by saying this. I, I believe what is missing, or, or what, what many Christians, I think, are struggling with today, or even just in general, not even just government, but, but any types of authority in life, is the Bible is very clear on the fact, we're going to touch on these verses, all authority is placed there by God. Whether, yeah. the, whether the authority is, is a good authority or a bad authority, it's not up to us to decide if they're worthy. The Bible teaches us about authority. The Bible tells us God... Uh, is the creator of all things. He's sovereign. He's the number uh, number one. And God has placed all the authorities uh, in our lives in the places that they are. And so we are to submit to those authorities. I'm assuming the verse uh, that you're talking about is Romans chapter 13, verse 1 and 2, where it says, Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power... This is very important. Whosoever... Uh, therefore, resist that the power, listen to this, resist the ordinance of God. And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. So what, are that, what is that verse telling us? When you, when you are uh, bucking against the authorities that God's placed in your life, it specifically says it's really God that you're bucking against. And when I, when I, uh, when I struggle in life with a particular authority I have, it's a lot easier for me to deal with uh, that authority, when I look at that person and I, and I remember, okay, this is really God that I'm serving. It's not this person that's standing in front of me, who, by the way, is fallible because all men are, right? And so, and, and so it's not like you're ever going to have a perfect boss, okay? Um, and then there's another interesting verse, if I can mention it real quick. Daniel 2.21 uh, says this, And he changeth the times and the seasons. It says this, He removeth kings, and setteth up kings. He giveth wisdom unto the wise, and knowledge to them that know understanding. That's another interesting verse there that's particularly telling us God is the one who plants and, and takes away uh, the different uh, leaders that we have uh, in, 
in the world there. Yeah. And yet with that, we also find scripture, like for example, in the, uh, in Acts, we had the early, uh, Christians, Peter and the apostles. And here they were being told by the government, told by the officials, like you just said, we ought to submit ourselves mm-hmm. to them. We ought, you know, we ought to obey them. And yet they didn't because they were told, stop preaching this Christ, stop preaching his doctrine, stop doing these things. They beat them and threw them in jail and they, and they went out of the jail and guess what? The very next day they're out on the streets and in the temple preaching, doing exactly what they were told not to do. Yeah. And so, you know, in Acts chapter 5, verse 29, and Peter and the other apostle answered and said, we ought to obey God rather than man. And so there is a place here for civil disobedience. Where do you know where that line is? That's the big question. And like we said earlier on, who's first? Is it God or is it country? Mm-hmm. Which do we obey? And, I, and I've got to say this. I, I say this often. Too many preachers, American pastors, see their Bible through their constitution. They think that there are certain laws they don't have to obey because they're seeing their Bible through their constitution. And we're going to pick up on this in tomorrow's broadcast, and we'll talk about guns. Is it right, you know, you know, right to have guns? Because you and I listen to these friends and people who talk, well, I'm not going to obey the government when they come to take away my guns. We'll talk about that in tomorrow's broadcast. So I hope you'll join us tomorrow at the corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.